Today on The Word of Truth Revealed. Some of you are selling yourself to people who shouldn't be even leading you anyway. They don't have the ability to speak into your life anyway. But because they prophesied to you, because they said something nice or affirmed you, you give ear to that. Don't give ear to everything that looks like. My mama used to say everything that glitters isn't what? Everything that glitters isn't gold, even in the spirit. Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's word within the framework of their environment. On today's message, Bishop Clark uses the ninth chapter of Luke, verses 49 through 56, as the backdrop scripture for part two of the message, Come Into Focus, part two. You can't tell me that God is not at work. You can't tell me that. Everybody want to hear peace and safety. Everybody want to hear everything is going to be all right. But what is the word of the Lord? The, court, the sword cannot be sheathed until it accomplishes what God sent it to do. And that's why we need clear vision. Clear vision. No vague stuff now. People's lives are depending on whether you're clear or not. Not whether you're intellectual or not. Are you clear in what you're saying? Have you, have God been able to elevate you to a place of focus? Or do you just babble along, babble from one issue to the next? Something comes into focus when you bring it into focus. When you bring it into focus, people start talking about it. They pay attention to it. God is releasing us from the babble, the gibberish, the chanting type language that we've been used to. Saying the same thing. Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Okay, we know he's all right. Let's move beyond that. When a person is talking fast and rapidly, continuously, without any breaks, no commas, no periods, no punctuations, incomprehensible God is delivering us from that though I preach many of you've come to hear the word of the Lord that comes from these lips of clay I think I said it before I'm usually quiet at home try to balance things out my wife would not tolerate me preaching to her like I do uh, here every day my daughter would turn her deaf ear to what I'm saying. I was constantly blasting the word of God. All right, take, Megan, get over here and say, take the Bible and turn to so and so and so. What does it say? The beginning of wisdom. The beginning of wisdom. It's the fear of the Lord. <laughs> My daughter be looking at me, Daddy, what's going on? I called home one time years ago. I said, what's mama doing? She said, well, she's, she's talking in a unique language, a weird language. I said, what is she saying? She said, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I said, she's speaking in tongues, baby. <laughs> Just, <laughs> she's praying for you in the, in the spirit. She said, sir. 
So I speak to my daughter in English. <laughs> I tell her what the thus said the Lord in English. <laughs> my wife speaks in unknown tongues. And we need both of them, right? <laughs> because right now we need an interpreter. I just interpreted a 15, a 25 year cycle. And I'm telling you right now, if you start searching it out, you'll see how God has worked in cycles to take care of you. Yours may be a seven year cycle. It may be a five year cycle, but you'll see things reoccurring. The key is many of us don't attach it. We don't put it together. There's no connection. Because we are blurred. When he gives you vision, you'll take a step back. Say, Whoa, look at this cycle. God is in the midst of us. Thank you, Lord. And that's what I'm believing God to do is to give you 2020 circles, connecting dots where you can see how he's worked with you. And if he did it before, come on, he can do it again. One of the strengths in preaching is to have an outline. Outline gives the listener an ability to track what the preacher or the teacher is saying. When you're all over the place, people don't know what you're saying because the message has no focus. It's hard to follow. And eventually they will turn a deaf ear or they will become unresponsive to what you're saying. For a while they listen. But after a while when they find out what is he doing, what is she saying, what's going on, they'll turn a deaf ear to it. You have to be able, that's why the, the outline is so important. When I first started ministering, uh, I felt led to use an outline. And I was a part of a Pentecostal background. And there is no, was no outline in Pentecostal churches that I was in. It's just be led of the spirit. The spirit. You don't even need to know what you're going to say until you stand up. Well, I felt led that the God that gives me inspiration spiritually, spontaneously, can also talk to me as I write. All scripture, scripture is written, was given by God, profitable for God. All was given by the inspiration of God. So God was involved as they wrote. And you can let God help you to articulate what he's saying in writing. Not knowing that he was sending me to another people, not just Pentecostal people. People who speak in tongues and people who shout all day long, which I, I grew up that way. I grew up with knocking down chairs and scrub boards. I said knocking down chairs. And then walk through the audience. <laughs> Spirit is so powerful, right? Stomping so hard, dust is coming out the floor. But still in debt. No, no bills being paid, no order, no structure. Falling down but won't stand up when it comes to paying bills. Falling down in the spirit, but won't stand up when it comes to integrity. Now, I can talk about it because that's my history. You talk about whatever. Those of you that were Baptists or Methodists or whatever, you know what happens in the church. I'm not here to cut down anybody. I'm Pentecostal. That's my roots. I believe in the gifts of the spirit, but I believe all things should be done decently and in order. And I felt led to take down notes. He was speaking to me. I started writing. But it wasn't custom with everybody. I believe that there should be a train of thought. When I share. 
So I'm preaching and I have I was doing a funeral of my niece who was 13 who died up in Jasper. And when I got to the podium, it was this gymnasium was packed out. When I got there, the microphone was out. So I was waiting. Come on, let him have his way. That's what the preachers. Come on, let him have his way. I stood there in silence. Come on, let him have his way. Go ahead and speak, man. Did they ask you to do this or did they ask me? If they ask you, then you can speak without a mic. I'm going to wait until the mic gets right so everybody can hear what I'm saying. And everybody got quiet and I still waited. Three minutes later, the mic got connected. All right, let's give Jesus a hand clap of praise. Can you all hear me? Yes. Now, I'm not going to waste no time. Because if you can't hear what I'm saying, I might as well sit down. I'm not trying to blow this in the wind. The preachers got corrected. They didn't ask me to come back anymore. But that's all right. That's all right. Don't tell me to preach. When God has opened up the door for me, if he opened up the door for you, then you do what God has told you to do. But with me, I needed to be done decent and in order. This is a true story. They got mad at me. But that's all right. I was preaching in Tampa, Florida. Holy Ghost fell the first night. Holy Ghost fell. This is the day that he told me to start this church. I was in Tampa, Florida in a hotel room. The Holy Spirit visited me and he said, I want you to start Truth Revealed. But I was in Tampa, Florida preaching in this conference. The guy asked me to come over and speak. Holy Ghost visited me in the room. When I stood before the people and I grabbed the microphone, the Holy Spirit came in as a wind. Listen to what I'm saying, literally. Just like that. And people started screaming. I said, did you feel that? And they started screaming. Yes, we felt it. I stepped back. The Holy Ghost started ministering. He was confirming in me. It was me that met you in the room. And I'm here now. This is without me saying a word to the people. Nothing like that has ever happened to me again. But he let me know that he was with me. Glory to God. The preacher saw the move of God. He said, man, God is going to use you mightily. My God, my people have never responded. I said it was the Holy Ghost. He said, listen, I don't have any money to sow into your life, but I'll send it, I'll send it, I'll send it, I'll send it next week. I ain't got it yet. <laughs> he didn't want me to come back. Holy Ghost was moving. You understand? It was too clear. It was too clear. I don't hold him responding. Now he's not even pastoring any longer. Then he said to me, he said, listen, I see God using you. Who is your father? I said, God is my father. He says, if you submit to me and tithe your income to me, then I'll be your father and God's going to bless you. I said, when I see the check next week, then we'll talk about that. I haven't seen the check yet. Some of you are selling yourself to people who shouldn't be even leading you anyway. They don't have the ability to speak into your life anyway. But because they prophesied to you, because they said something nice or affirm you, you give ear to that. Don't give ear to everything that looks nice. 
My mama used to say everything that glitters isn't what? Everything that glitters isn't gold, even in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk about the eye. It is that light sensitive organ or vision that we all have. It's the major sense. We have five senses. It's the major one. And for some of our members, they've lost it physically. And I am very sensitive as I minister this word to those who are blind. But that's all right. We're focusing more on being able to see spiritually than naturally. Because there are people who can see physically, but they're totally blind spiritually. I need you to work with me. Proverbs 20 and verse 12. Proverbs 20 and verse 12. It says the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made both of them. The Lord has made the hearing ear and the seeing eye, which simply means he's gifted you with them. He's gifted you. Said it is a gift from God to be able to hear and to see. Let's take it to the spirit. For you to be able to pick up audibly what God is saying in spirit is a gift. And for you to be able to see beyond the darkness or the veil is a gift from the Lord. Don't take it lightly. Because it's better not to have it than have it and then lose it. Thank you, Lord. It is better to never have it at all than to have it and you lose it. It's better to not be an Eli. To be able to hear and to see. And then you become so fat and, and so lethargic in your ways that you can't hear or see any longer. So when Samuel came to Eli, the Lord stirs the child. He goes to Eli and says, did you call me? Eli says, no, I didn't call you. Lay down. Comes back the second time. Child heard the voice of the Lord. Goes to Eli. Did you call me? No, I didn't call you. Go and lay down. But the Bible says Eli perceived that the Lord was speaking to the boy. When you lay down this time, I need you to say your servant hears you. Here we see a, a major issue here. Eli knew the voice of the Lord, but couldn't hear it any longer. And Samuel did not know his voice, but he could hear it clearly. And God allows sometimes both to live in the same house. There are times when you will be able to hear God's voice, but you don't know it's his voice. Because you don't know it. And you need a guide to say, this is the word of the Lord that's coming to you. And then for some, this is why partnership is so important. Who have lost the voice, the, the ability to pick up the pitch. You need to be in the proximity of somebody that can hear the word of the Lord. So you'll stay out of trouble. This is the year of partnership. For those of you that have no spiritual understanding at all, you need to be around people who can know it and hear it. When you do that, you begin to pick things up. And for those of us who know his voice or hear his voice and don't know it. We need to be around someone who can instruct us. 
In the Bible, the eye was so unique because even physically women would uh, paint their eyes to make themselves more attractive. And it happens today as a multi-billion dollar industry. That's the punchline. So ladies, you should be saying amen to me to this word because you do it all of the time. Cosmetics on your eyes. Cosmetic on your eyes. What is the purpose of it? Well, you didn't come out of your mother's womb with it. Why do you need it now? Well, I want to be beautiful. I want to be beautiful. Make me beautiful. Make me beautiful. And it's the eyes. Glory to God. That's why you need to date for a little while because you need to see people without that on. So you don't get shocked on them. On them. Shocked. You're telling me to be true. You're asking me all these questions and everything on you is fake. Sometimes cruel kings would put out the eyes of their subjects. When they conquered an enemy, they would put out the eyes. I want you to see this in 2 Kings 25 and 7. Look at this. They slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. All of the things that you all see around the world is nothing new. Read the Bible. You begin to see that things happen like that. This is vicious. They took the king. The reason they took this king is because he rebelled against the Lord. When he rebelled against the Lord, the glory lifted off of him. When the glory lifted off of him, his armies couldn't save him. America, listen to the word of the Lord. We're less than 400 years old. We're not a drop in the bucket compared to human history. Read historical facts about your protection. We can be here today and gone tomorrow. What keeps America sound are believers, the salt that's in the earth. You are the salt of the earth, glory to God. You preserve this nation with your righteousness, with your eyesight, your ability to see and to hear clearly. And God will preserve the land because of you. Notice what the king did. They slaughtered his sons. They killed his sons right before his eyes. They wanted his eyes open when they see him kill his own sons. What are they trying to do? Anytime you want to kill a man's legacy, you take out his children, especially his sons. If you want to embarrass him, you disgrace his daughter. Why do we play? Why do we pray for our children? Because we want the legacy to last. We want the honor to remain on the house and the name. You don't have time to be blurred in your vision. Put it back up because I want to read it out. They slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then after he saw that, they added more insult to injury. They put out the eyes of Zedekiah. Bound him with bronze fetters. And brought him into Babylon. Made him walk while he was blind. Now you need to see that's kind of a barbaric action because this is what's happening. We saw it with ISIS. 
We saw it with uh, these rogue nations. When they deal with the, their enemies, they go in and just tear down everything. For everybody, freedom of speech, when you're at war and they take all that away, ain't no freedom of speech now. In America, all right, we need to be free, but you don't understand. The reason you're free is because somebody shed their blood. You need to focus on the real things. Never been a nation like this in the history of man where everybody has a voice. Under a king, you disgrace the king, you can get your eyes put out or your tongue cut out. Very severe. And it happens in monarchs all around the world. Right now in Venezuela, they're eating their pets. Y'all want socialism? You listening to Bernie Sanders? You listening to this rhetoric? Well, let's look at a socialist country. When socialism does its work, you get everything for free. You have no desire to work. You have no desire to go after nothing because you get it for free. What happens in a few years under that regime when everything is free? And no one has passion. If you award all of the kids in the room and say all of y'all get an A. All, none of you work now. Only a few of you work. We're going to give all of you all ripping now. You cut out any incentive to, any incentive to be better. I want all my kids to feel comfortable. Really? Well we're going to all get a cupcake. But only one gets a, the, the number one prize and number two and number three. The rest of y'all, you can all get a cupcake, but we're going to honor you. You get a special seat. You need that in the society. Glory. This is how God works. He rewards them that diligently seek him. Not those that stand on the periphery. He will give you a blessing, but he really rewards them that diligently seek him. In Venezuela, they're eating their pets and the dogs are not found in the street. Cats. Because ain't no republics now. This is what you want, America? This is what you want? Well, Bishop, if we don't get Bernie, we got Trump. You already got Trump. You didn't listen to God then. Then you got Trump. And he don't care. So what you got? You better go to God. What you got? You better stop trusting in man and get your eyes on the Lord. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. This is the year to focus on God. Stop focusing on the periphery. Focus on the principle. I don't know where this stuff is coming from. Uh, educate yourselves. Look at history. Socialization. Socialism. What is that degree that Martin Luther King had? It's not socialization. When you study societies and peoples, sociology, that's it. That's the word I was trying to get. Sociology. Study people, study history, American history, world history. Look at Stalin and all of these other people who had these communist type mindsets. Look at what's going on. What happened with them? They always produced a cult leader, a cult personality that de de decided to wipe out people because things were so hard. And if we eliminate millions of y'all, things will be better. 
Thank you, Jesus. Focus, focus, focus. If anybody give you something for free too long, you'll lose an incentive. When I went to Haiti, this was one of the things they said to us. You're going to see poverty at another level. Please do not sow into the poverty. You will kill the enthusiasm to go for the goal, which is needed. The next month, you'll see death if you give them $100. You'll think you're bettering things, but you'll kill the incentive that they need to go for it next year or next month. I didn't understand that until I got there. And those of us that complain about everything, this is why the Haitian people are so important because when they come to America and have an opportunity, they go for education. They don't play with it. Ah, you hurt my feeling. They'll step right in line. Can't go back. I need to focus and make it now. We get hurt. I'm done with it. Standing in line at Walmart, line too long, I'm done, put it back. Going through, going through Burger King, the line is too long, I'm tired. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2546. That's reference number 2546. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. Oh, help me, Jesus. I said, help me, Jesus. Because a lot of people are, should be on their way to Jerusalem, but they're stopping at Samaria. This is what Jesus is saying. I came to you in John chapter 4. I came to the woman at the well in John chapter 4. 
I told you about the fountain of living waters. I gave you the understanding of worship. That the hour is coming and now is. And you missed your visitation. So now I'm on my way to Jerusalem. I got to walk through you all, but I can't stop. Because you missed your visitation. I just want to leave this with you. You cannot miss your moment. Ezekiel doesn't come to the valley of dry bones, but only one time. And for some of us, when God releases his word in your life, you need to buy it. You need to purchase it. You need to adapt it. You need to ingest it when you hear it. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart.